Come sail away. Imagine, imagine sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers who share your thirst for history and your love of country. Gourmet Italian food, great nightlife, relaxing poolside on the deck. It sounds enticing. I, I, I want to go. Join Glenn Beck, Bill O'Reilly, Stu, David Barton, and Rabbi LePen on a 14-day adventure next spring sailing the eastern Mediterranean. You're going to visit Italy, Croatia, Jerusalem, Israel, Athens, and Greece. You're going to explore the roots of Western civilization. And uh, here's what you got to do to go. Cruise through history. That's what we're calling it. No time machine is required, just a passport and a desire to share your values with the ones you love. I don't know if you guys realize this, but for the last 10 years, my passport said I'm a female. But they still let me in these other countries. Explore Venice, the birthplace of commerce. Tour Greece, the origin of the republic and democracy. Walk where Jesus and his disciples shared the gospel that sparked Christianity. It's going to be a cruise like no other. You don't want to miss it. Glenn, you know this guy. Knows everything there is to know about history, and you want to go over there and hang out with Glenn. He's incredibly excited to share it with you. Bring your children, bring your grandchildren, share this amazing experience. It is once in a lifetime. Show them how this region of the world inspired our Constitution and our founders to create this grand experiment we call America. Visit ComeSailAway.com today to learn all the details of the different packages and go with us. Come sail away. It's party time, Mom. Here we are once again, Studio 22, the John Brady Show. Good to be back with you. I'm going to start on a high note because I'm probably going to turn into angry white male uh, at some point in time in this podcast. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. Uh, It's just me ranting. I love the lower thirds that pop up every now and then under my name when you put those on, Puppet Master. Oh, yeah. And uh, and people, people spot them and... We had someone who uh, spotted – I love it when people spot the head for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they, they see the head and they're – yeah, I know. He's out of sight today. Um, I don't know. If somebody can pick that one, I don't know. It might be really good. Um, but the head is uh, – Natalie's over here. She's just waving her hands around. Sorry. Right? You can speak. <laughs> yeah, look. You're you, can right use, I'm you can use Steve words. You go get the head. It's right there. I nah, don't worry about it. He's back there. Anyway, I love it when people are like, what the heck is that head doing on the floor over there? Mm-hmm. There's little nuances to Studio 22. We finally have air conditioning, which is nice. Thank you, uh, whoever needs to be thanked. I love it, man. Crank it down to frigid. I had someone who commented the other day. And look, I understand that people have their preferences of what they like, whether they like the long form, the podcast, or they like the the truck videos or whatever they may be. Right. Okay. Well, thanks to Road Armor, I finally get my truck back. Wednesday. Don't say it if it's not true. No, it's finally coming back. And so I've been doing, you know, what videos I have been doing. I've been doing in either Jade's car or my car or something like that. It's just not the same, Mm -hmm. right? It's just not the same. So I'm happy to get the truck back from Road Armor because they've had it for a good while. And um, they did a lot of work to it. Mm -hmm. So it's nice. But I get that people have their preferences. What's funny to me on social media is when people come on and they want to tell you what you should do, like on your page like can you imagine going on to say party fouls facebook page and telling him what you think about whatever he posts which is his business how he should do it differently or how he should do it better or how all this have stuff, you right? been reading my private messages because <laughs> i just this past week i had somebody get on there and send me a message about how i did not allow something to be put on my personal wall that they had tagged me in and put in there mm-hmm. and i'm like why would i not approve anything that goes on my wall right right well yeah. everybody thinks that if you're in any way form shape or form a public figure that they have a right to just come in and tell your business so i get these messages but i get the post and it was so funny to me the other day that this lady she said i don't like your show i want you to go back to doing the truck videos mm-hmm. <laughs> okay look <laughs> By and large, we get fantastic reviews of the podcast. And I do it. it look, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Right. Don't watch it. That's great. We enjoy it. We have fun. It's my page. I put every, whatever I want on there. We, I enjoy my people. I enjoy my tribe. We like hanging out together. and We like talking about topics and having guests in and things like that. 
go go leave us a review. Go to iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, we need to. I want to bump those numbers up higher. I really do. I want you know we don't we don't do a three hour podcast. We try to keep it about forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's my page. I'm going to put on my page what I want to put on my page. Sometimes people get offended by it, but it's my opinion. I've been called everything under the book uh, under the sun. You, I mean, you can open open a book of insults, and you're going to. I've been called all of them. But like, can you imagine going into somebody's house and then saying the color of your walls is horrible? This sucks. Change it. Can you imagine doing that? Like having the audacity? Like some things in common society and decency should just demand that you just shut up every now and then and just keep your opinion to yourself. But, but, but the, the interesting part about this is you're not substituting one for the other. No. You're still doing it all. I know. So if you don't like the podcast, then don't watch. Yeah, if you I don't, had... if you want to watch the, tr- wait for the next one to come out. The, you're not getting rid of any of it. We're just having fun doing, expanding. We're giving you everything. Yeah, on we're what giving you, you everything. Do. Because here's the thing: social media. We're going to talk about this a little bit on this episode because we're going to talk about some some headlines and things that are going mm-hmm. on. The nature of social media over the last five years has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Now, you you know the idea of coming in and, and putting out a video that everybody's going to see, or that just because you like something, it's going to show up on your timeline. That doesn't exist anymore. You have to go look for what you want. So people say, "Where are the truck videos?" I get that every day. Where are the truck videos? Well, they're in the same place they've always been. <laughs> you just have to go get them, and you might have to weed through some other episodes of things we do, but we just do it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I have to make a living just like everybody else does. I make my living in a very unique way Mm -hmm. in that I do it through social media and always have. And so, you know, people want to complain about how we do it. This is just you. That's the beauty of anything. You can change the channel. You don't have to watch it. No one is forcing you to watch it. But by and large, I got to say thank you to those who are supporting us. I want you to tell three of your friends to tune into the Chad Brather show, because I think personally and, you know, again, my old adage, if he who tooteth not his own horn remains in a perpetual state of untootedness, you got to toot your own horn. I thoroughly believe this is a good show. I think that we have good guests. We've had very insightful people. We've had some fun people. We've had some serious people. We've had some, you know, mm-hmm. if you're faith-based, we've had those folks on here. Mm-hmm. We've had some contrary voices on. Uh, we got Hot News Natalie, you know. Every every podcast I watch, there's always a couple of guys on there. and they'll get on, Y'all need to talk, uh, y'all need to have one about veteran suicide. Yeah. And we've done, I think at that time when I saw that post, we had done about six or seven different podcasts where we talk about veterans and suicide. Well, what's funny to me is people who come on there and say, you need to have me on your show to talk about veteran suicide. And I'm like, I think Jake Schick (laughs) has it covered. (laughs) I think think 22 Kill and the founder of that organization Mm -hmm. pretty much has covered the topic with us, along with guys like Chad Chad Robichaud and Mighty Mm -hmm. Oaks. And I'm like, we got it covered, buddy. You know. And uh, I, look, it's fun. It's if and you're going to like some episodes, you're not going to like other episodes. But podcasting is the future in a big way because mm-hmm. nobody trusts the mainstream media anymore. I mean, this is just absolutely insane. These the things that are coming out. That's why I love a couple times a week sitting down with you and let's talk about some topics and let's talk mm-hmm. about some things that everybody's talking about and talk about some things that nobody's talking about. And then they should be. The podcasting long form is just a great way to get truth out there. Mm-hmm. And what better way to get it from than from the person's mouth who is an authority on that thing. And so, you know, tell people about the podcast. Leave us a good rating. We only do five stars. We don't allow one stars. <laughs> we only do five stars because we're winning here. Uh, this is Capitalism in Action. Uh, go buy a Party Foul shirt. Oh, there we are begging for money again. Yes, and we're yeah. always begging for money. Yes. You can go to watchchad.com. You can buy a ticket <laughs> to my show. Uh, and I know that everybody just thinks we just do all this stuff and the money just comes pouring in. That's not how it works anymore. Mm-mm. And here's one of the things that's going on is is things like YouTube. Everybody thinks I made all this money off of YouTube. First of all, I've never been a YouTube guy. I'm a Facebook guy. Right. I'm on YouTube, but I've never been. I've only had one video that ever went technically viral on YouTube. YouTube's how you, I mean, Facebook's how you took off. Yeah. You don't and, have a, a how many followers do you have on YouTube? Only 100, about 106, uh, 170,000. The grand scheme of thing, that's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing. You got to have a couple of million followers on YouTube to, to really be something. But but my videos are not how to videos, you know. Mm-hmm. So so most of the stuff on YouTube that gets a lot of stuff is is like the how to stuff, makeup, yeah, tutorials, playing video games, things like that. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you what to think and how to think. 
and how to be and how to live. And, <laughs> and you're your wrong kids. if you don't agree. That's exactly right. You're very wrong. <laughs> but we love you anyway. God bless. Here's a Facebook poke. Um, but, like, it's getting harder and harder. Like, first of all, I've never seen a penny of YouTube money. Hmm. Jade got it all. <laughs> <laughs> because back whenever I set up a YouTube channel and made it where I could monetize it, <clears throat> I didn't have a checkbook handy, so I just grabbed Jade's account, and I put her account with YouTube. Mm-hmm. So she gets the money every month that goes into her uh, bank account. We have several different bank accounts, and so it's always gone into hers. And uh, people are like, oh, but it's never been a lot of money. Hmm. Never been a lot of money. Um and people people have a misconception about that. And these days, like if you've been paying attention, Blaze TV is very on Stephen Crowder, Louder with Crowder, mm-hmm. the host of Louder with Crowder. You know, Stephen gets what's he get, Mark? Like a million, two million views on YouTube every time he puts out a podcast episode. Yeah, I think pretty much everything he puts out is yeah. semi-viral, crushing it, yeah. crushing it. And Crowder's a funny guy, he's a creative guy, a very outspoken guy, very bold. Yeah. And so uh, Carlos Maza, who has now who is is a gay vo- writer for Vox, Vox.com, um, video journalist. And and basically he, he got his feelings hurt um, and took to, you know, took the, the videos and, and things like that, making videos about how uh, people like Steven Crowder, who's, you know, Steven, <laughs> Steven wears a T-shirt on a lot of his shows with a picture of Che Guevara, and it says socialism is for F asterisk GS. That could be anything. He says socialism is for figs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the asterisk there. So anyway, there's things like that that he said, oh, no, this is hate speech and you need to deplatform him and all this stuff. Because let's face it, that's what the left does. They get their feelings hurt and they want to deplatform everybody. And change the rules. So what they did is forget free speech. Forget free speech. Because here's the thing. You can say whatever you want to say. You can say whatever you want to say. I will fight for your right to say it, whether I agree with it or disagree with it. Mm. I will fight for your right to say it. You can tell me that that you tell me anything you want to tell me. I will fight for your right to have free speech. Stephen Crowder would agree with that philosophy. Now, you and I know we're going to make fun of it. We're going to talk about it because sure. we have free speech too, and we're going to ridicule and we're going to mock. So YouTube came out and says because of violation of the standards, they demonetized his page. Now, Stephen, that's how he makes he makes a living off of his mug club, which is his the subscription to the Blaze. You join the mug club, and through the monetization of things like YouTube, that's you're talking significant money when you get to his numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it's a major hit. I mean, that, to to go after somebody's livelihood like that, I mean, that's a major hit, and that's exactly what this guy from Vox, Carlos Maza, and uh, he blocked me. Carlos did. He's blocked everybody connected with the Blaze. I'm sure you're probably blocked just really? because you, you. If you're on Twitter, you're probably blocked by Carlos mm-hmm. Maza. Um, and so just you know, just go through and scared to death of anything. You're just going to block everybody because how dare anybody have a differing opinion from anything? And uh, but but the interesting thing is here's this guy. Want, everybody's checking their phones now to see if Carlos has <laughs> a M A Z. No, I'm irrelevant. I'm not blocked yet. <laughs> Are you blocked, Steve? No, I don't know yet. I can't. Yeah. Carlos Maza at Gaywonk. Gaywonk. I just, follow, I just followed him. Follow. So, <laughs> I'm gonna follow him did. too. I'm gonna troll him at Gaywonk. Oh, you'll be blocked by the end of the day. Do you want us to tell him something for you here? So um, <laughs> I'm gonna say at Watch Chad says hi. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> so, you know, but here's the funny thing. So here's this guy who who YouTube refused to ban Steven, but they demonetized him, right, in order to appease the online mob. And so if you go back, Carlos Maza has some pretty hateful tweets himself advocating mm-hmm. for sure. violence and attacks against conservative voices. Like, y- y'all are familiar with the term milkshaking? Do y'all know what that is? I saw that. Steve gets Steve's gonna make that look over there. Party That's, time, mom. That sounds pretty nasty. <laughs> so this was in connection with things like Brexit in England, with you know Nigel Farage, who was th- these different guys who were supporting Brexit, and and so a lot of their left wingers would walk up in the street and throw a milkshake on them, right? Mm. Which is a good way in my neighborhood to get, get your ass kicked. You get shot. Yeah, so, that's assault. Um, you know, so that's their whole. Nonviolent, whatever they're throwing milkshakes on people. There are videos out there, of people getting milkshakes, 
And so he tweeted, uh, Mazza tweeted, he said, milkshake, the, milkshake them all. Humiliate them at every turn. Make them dread public organizing. That's hate right there, isn't it? That's a good way to get your ass kicked, I'm telling you. Yep. So, you know, I, I mean, it's just, why don't you leave everybody alone? How about that? Why don't you stay, why don't you, as, you know, why don't you stay out of my stuff? Stay away from me. Real easy. But this is getting ridiculous. And that's why I say, you know, people are always saying, I can't believe that you haven't been blocked or banned or anything like that. Well, I, it's, it's, who knows? You never know what tomorrow is going to bring. So that's why what we're going to do is continue to put videos on YouTube. We're going to continue to put videos on Facebook. We're going to continue to talk about whatever we want to talk about in the form of podcasting. And, hey, if the hate mob wants to come against us, first of all, there's nobody in this room that has hate for anybody on the planet. I don't mm-hmm. care who you are. We don't hate you. We're going to laugh at you because that's what we do. Uh, we're going we're gonna to respect you. We're going to laugh at you. We're going to mock you. We're going to make fun of you. And well, we're we do that in you. here we're with gonna, each other. We do that with each other. Yeah. We do that with our own tribe. So why wouldn't we do it with you two, <laughs> you know? So just the way we're going to do. But then you got Facebook, our very own Graham Allen. You know, this thing made the news. That. Our good buddy Graham. Uh, so did you? So they blocked, Facebook flagged his post talking about real Christians pray, pray. for everyone. They said it's mm-hmm. hate speech. So he did this video in response to the Virginia pastor that prayed for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And if you missed that story, so Donald Trump was on his way to Europe. He was going to England and in Ireland and mm-hmm. uh he was there while we were there. And so I was wearing my Texas Rangers hat while we were in Ireland all week, my red Texas Rangers hat. Everybody thought I was wearing a Trump hat. Everybody in Ireland thought it was a Trump hat. And let me tell you, a lot of mixed opinions, but by and large, he got a, he's, he's very welcome there. He's brought a lot of money. Trump International in Dunebeg, uh, where his golf resort is on the west side, on the cliffs mm-hmm. over there of Ireland, has brought a lot of money into the country. So say what you will. But, you know. It's sort of a novelty over there to listen to them talk about Trump and all these things. They think we're a novelty. <laughs> we are. I mean, you <laughs> they, know, like exactly. when I went, because I was over there not too long ago, and yeah. they, they were talking about Trump, and they're like, they even said they're like, we don't understand a lot of it, but everybody's just up in arms about everything over in the U.S. and it just has turned into a big joke. Yeah. That's how they felt about us. And, yeah. Truthfully, that's all a, a big lie. They get one uh, American yeah. news source, which is CNN. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it. Same thing with think about that. Around the world, you go to places, and that's the only news source is, is one side. And uh, you go on a cruise ship. You were on a cruise ship last week. The yes. only news on there is CNN. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why that's why things like podcasting are important, because this is, this is a – it's a fight we're in for free speech. You wouldn't think that we would be mm-hmm. in this place that we're in, but this is a fight for free speech. That's why we've got to stick together. I encourage people – look <laughs> – People think, oh, he's on Blaze TV, makes all this money. from. Okay, look, that just simply ain't the case. It ain't the case. We do what we do because we believe in it. Steve doesn't make any money from being on this podcast. You don't make money from being on this podcast. I'm raining. No, I know. Allison sitting over there who who better have me on that computer she's looking at. You better be working for me, girl. They make money because I pay them. Right. Out of my pocket, out of my business, which which is not... Because this, I encourage people to go to blazetv.com slash humor and sign up and support us because let me tell you something. We got to stick together in this thing. We got to stick together in this fight for free speech. So back to Graham. Trump goes, he makes a, he makes a last minute announcement. He goes to this, uh, uh, what is it? McLean Bible church. It's a mm-hmm. mega church there in Virginia. And he comes in there and, and basically the pastor gets a last minute segment says, or uh, in last minute you know, message that says Trump's coming in. He's going to be here in 15 minutes. He mm-hmm. wants you to pray for him. He wants the church to pray for him. Okay. So what's the pastor going to do? Well, the pastor goes in and brings him out on stage, prays for him in front of the congregation. Then the pastor comes out two days later and says, well, I know some people, you know, this was not an endorsement of Trump on my part. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was, I didn't know, really know what to do. He asked me to pray for him. So I prayed for him. And I know there are people in the church who are offended by this and they're upset and they think I shouldn't have prayed for him and all these things. And so it was like a non-apology apology, just kind of a disclaimer of doing what he did and justifying what he did. And I don't mean to offend anybody by, and so Graham's response was you're commanded in the Bible to pray for those who lead 
over you because they've been placed in that position by God. Mm-hmm. And, and people balk at that a lot. And and so, you know, my family, we've always prayed for our leaders. I don't care if it was Barack Obama or who it mm-hmm. was. We pray for our leaders because that's like saying I want the pilot of the airplane to fail right. while I'm flying on it. Well, that being said, I do think there are those that are praying for his failure. Well, I'm sure they I'm sure they are. <laughs> and there are people who do that. But Graham was 100 percent right. And basically, he just said, look, man, if you're a Christian and you claim to be a Christian, you pray for everybody. Mm-hmm. You pray for everybody, whether they're leaders or not leaders. You pray for everybody. And that was the point of this video. And basically, you know, so. On his Rant Nation, he posted the deal. It was from his Rant Nation with Graham Allen, which is a show, of course. And uh, that was the name of it. Real Christians pray for everyone. And so they considered it hateful. They took it down. Uh, said it was too controversial. So good job, Graham. Graham just pisses everybody off. You know, Graham's the sweetest guy on the planet. He just pisses everybody off. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's kind of funny. So like this... when he took a picture of his kids with holding guns in a cotton field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Graham's like, can you believe this response? I said, what? did you think you were going to get Graham (laughs) you're in Mississippi with your children holding guns in a cotton field you were going to be called racist for the next 25 years of your life safety was on it's fine (laughs) anyway so so this we got to stick together people so this pastor it I I guess received a lot of messages from his sheep (laughs) the congregation saying hey we didn't like that. You, how dare you? How dare you pray for our president? I don't. This this just shows you that that we are all humans because yeah. this is a flawed way of thinking because the, the God calls us to pray for all yeah. regardless. And you are enemies. And look and look, you, and people people balk at this. And, and I'm talking to the, the people who claim to be Christians. If you claim to be yes. a Christian, then the authority in your life is the scripture. Mm-hmm. To you, that is the word of God. Mm-hmm. That is the Bible. All right. The Bible clearly says, pray for those whom God has placed over you in positions of authority. That's That's period. That's a command. It's not a suggestion. It's a command. Pray for those that are placed in in authority because they've been placed by God. So if you're going to claim to be a Christian, you can't cherry pick. You can't pick what you're going to like and not like. Well, if you're donating enough to the church, you can reach out to the pastor and let him know how (laughs) dissatisfied that you are. Which which that's why. Okay, so. So I led a few churches in my life. Everybody that knows me knows that I I. um, I, I'm, I'm a good, I was a good teacher, mm-hmm. horrible pastor, because I'm going to tell you, like, like my pastor always said, I'm going to come down to the barn and call you mule out. I don't care. I like, I'm going to tell you, we're going to bottom line this thing because right. most people don't want their problems fixed. They want the problems understood. And so mm-hmm. if you take the problems away, they lose their identity because without the problems, they wouldn't know who in the world they are anymore. Now I'm going to fix you. I'm going to bottom line it for you. I don't have a lot of gray areas. I'm very black and white. Graham, same way. Very black and white. I believe in grace, but also believe in law. Like you come to me, I'm not going to pat you bobo. I'm going to tell you, you want to come to me with your problems. I'm going to tell you how to fix it. People don't like mm-hmm. that. That's why I never made it real well as a pastor of a church, right? Because I, I ain't going to pat you. I'm going to tell you. Now, point being, be a good thing. They didn't call me up and say, can't believe you prayed for the president. Mm-hmm. I say, Would you kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> kiss. I'd be looking for a new job mm-hmm. right there. Mark, I'd be looking for a new job. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. We, we all have those friends that don't go to church. I believe I'm a believer. I love the Lord, but I don't go to church because it's just filled with hypocrites. That is absolutely true. It is. 100% every day we sin and fall short of the glory of God. But I don't go to church for them. Right. I go to church for my relationship with my Lord. And so if you're looking for everybody to not, you know, there's a lot of stone throwing. Lots. Lots That's why people it. always say, well, I don't want to go to church because of all the hypocrites. I said, you ought to go. You feel right at home. Right. My, my pastor in Austin, when I was in Austin, my pastor, their, their slogan was, come on in. There's always room for one more hypocrite. That is what they built it on. And, and we and need someone to work in the nursery. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to do another sermon series on servanthood. <laughs> then we're going to follow up with with tithing. Oh, tithing we got to pray for our president. I know. We got to. We, we have have to Goodness. these people though that want someone to fail this in leadership i mean what what's what's the end result of that i mean mm. why why i never prayed for barack obama to fail 
Absolutely not. No. I never prayed for Bill Clinton to fail. No. I know. Why would I do that? I want them to be the most successful. Mm-hmm. And so back to the Ireland story. So, you know, we're sitting in the pub being good Christians. And, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of these old men, they'll just strike up conversations with you because, again, they thought I was wearing a Trump hat, right? Right. And that's like what that sounds like to me because yeah. I can't understand real English. Um, I had to watch Bridget Jones' diary three times just to see what they were saying. <laughs> I was the like, something happened. This girl got pregnant. And I don't know who's the daddy, but that's all I could figure <laughs> out. So, <laughs> so I'm in. I'm sitting here, and I'm like, okay, guys. I said, first of all, Trump will win again in 2020. Do you really think so? And I'm like, yes. I, they're like, why do you think that? And I said, because you guys are not listening to what's really going on. I said, we're living in the best America we've lived in. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was the, the the economy is booming. I mean, things are great. They can afford tickets to my live shows, which is perfect for me. <laughs> and it, people, and if you want a job, you can go get one. And and so, oh my gosh! But then what you have is you have these idiots that are out there. And yeah, they're idiots because I, and I don't care if you're a liberal. If you're a true liberal, I don't care if you're a liberal. It's the leftists that get me. Mm-hmm. The leftists that get me because you guys have gotten so radicalized in your crazy Trump derangement syndrome weirdness. Vox. No, not Vox. That's the Maza story. Mm-hmm. Go get blocked by Carlos Maza today. Uh, <laughs> Vice. Vice. I don't know what you expect from a magazine or an online journal thing called Vice. What did you expect? But they did a video called These Kids Are the Next Generation of Drag Queens. Did you watch it? Did no. Did you see it? I didn't see that. I didn't see it, and I'm not about to. That's the stupidest thing I've seen all week. And it's Monday. It's only Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Four drag Obsessed kids. They yeah. did a new uh, documentary called Drag Kids. And uh, they got a man in drag introducing and singing the praises of these kids who are working the runway for rooms full of grown-ups. And uh, by the end of the show, the MC of this thing, he's all excited. I can tell you what happened. Little boy puts on mom's shoes, walks across the living room in her high heels. Oh, my goodness. He thinks he's a girl. And it went from there. But here's the thing. But then you're going to go out there and parade these kids around in front of grown-ass adults who are perverts. If you get off in any way or entertained or excited by watching a child play drag queen and dance around on a runway, you're perverted. You're perverted. I mean, there's something wrong with you. You need help. Uh, and, and I don't care about whatever you want to talk about your sexual or why are you so homophobic? I'm not homophobic. If you're an adult, you can do what you want. Don't Look, care. I when mean, I, bringing but, kids into first it. First of all, I ain't scared of gays. That's what homophobia means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no phobia when it comes to gay people. Um, I, that's just dumb. Like, I don't go out in the street and go, oh, my God, there's gays everywhere. You know, <laughs> I'm scared of death. I'm gay. It's not like the zombie apocalypse where, like, everybody, you know, I mean, this is Pride Month, right? So everybody's got to be talking about this whole thing. And and it's like like the Carlos guy from from Vox. Why are you so sensitive? You want to be treated like everybody else? Mm -hmm. Okay. Then we're going to make fun of you equally. (laughs) Why not? But we're just well, like you. Well, that's, they just had the pride parade, dude. And these dudes are walking around farting fairy dust and stuff like that and glitter all over. I'm like, I am not just like you. They're wearing leather harnesses and stuff. No, yeah, I, <laughs> I am not just like you. But I, I did see some guys that are talking about a straight pride. Straight pride. pride which that's stupid, too, because as, as a straight is. man, we've never been persecuted for our lifestyle, really. You know what I mean? As a like the gay community. Let's say you know, that is starting to change because if you're a white heterosexual Christian male, well, yeah. now it, it, just but, like we had uh, God, who was it? Was it was it uh, Brandon Brandon uh, Tatum, Officer Tatum on on Instagram and Twitter? You know, Brandon Tatum said to me at the at the uh, Blexit rally, he said it's easier for me to be a black conservative than it is for you to be a white guy in today's America. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I do think that any form of pride parade of any form, shape, whatever, it's just dumb. Tim Allen did a he did a segment on the Tonight Show or whatever it was, where he talked about he took his son to the Pride Parade in West Hollywood a few years back, not realizing what he was getting into, and here's all these naked dudes mm-hmm. on fire trucks and 
<laughs> He's like, whoa! That's more than just being gay, though. That's a, Being gay is one thing, but all that extra stuff, that's something... We don't need that out on the streets. Yeah, wearing a unicorn mm. yeah. costume and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's Where extra. That's down called here. extra. <laughs> Putting that little extra in it. I'm gay, but I'm extra. <laughs> little extra gay. I, I had a question for you. What? Slight subject change. Did You, you probably get, need it. Did you get into a, a little Twitter war? With uh, no, I want it right Swalwell. off. Oh, okay. The, I re- right off the bat, I want so it. So, can tell tell me about that, Eric what, Swalwell. Yes. Yeah, Congressman Eric Swalwell from what is what is his district, San Jose, California, or something like that. Swalwell is. Um, how do I say this with all? Who's due basing respect? his entire campaign on gun control? Yeah, and because do, this just, whole thing is you know it, this guy. I almost think. Buck Sexton actually actually tweeted about this last night or this morning. I don't know which, but he said, "What if, what if um, Buck Sexton? Oh, not Buck Sexton. What Buck Sexton <laughs> said? What if Eric Swalwell is like a red flag uh, person who is actually a conservative who's trolling himself just to mock the Democrats because the things he says are so idiotic? I mean, this guy. You want to talk about a guy who is in it just to get attention? Hmm. He's polling at zero percent." Right. I've said over and over again, he looks like a guy that, that he comes to the family reunion and immediately says, I have a perfect business opportunity for you. If I can get a minute, I want to, I want to talk to you about any, any pitches, some multi-level marketing scheme, right? <laughs> I hadn't seen you in 10 years. Right. So Swalwell, and I forget what I exactly started it, but I tweeted, I, I like to kind of troll the guy because God, he's dumb. Like last night or two nights ago, he did a. Uh, he was speaking at this thing oh, I know. where he goes, and I think he was waiting on some applause or something yes, that he didn't awkward. get. Where he goes, I'll be bold without the bold, and nobody says anything. There's actually quiet. like a chuckle in the background. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, you know, my wife and I, we we fight for you know what, and so and I'm like, what does that mean? That's like I said, I'll be smart. Without the smart. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this guy is a tool. And so I invited him on the show. I invited him. I said, Swalwell, come on the show. because, And he's not going to do that. He refuses to do it. He's not going to do anything. Calls me a coward and chicken. Sent me a private message and actually called me a chicken. And so it was an emoji of a chicken. Sends me the emoji of the chicken. What? I'll be bold without the bull. Is that wrong? No. No. He said, I'll be bold without the bold. Yeah. Can I, I, I will be bold without times. the bull. Okay, maybe I'm reading it. Well, wrong. I don't know what they're reporting, but I'm telling no, you, I've watched the video over and over again. So anyway. <laughs> I'm playing um, it. And and hey, look, if he said bold without the bull, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you need a better. Well, neither did anyone bro. else because nobody, everybody was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear the crickets. Well, and then one person went. So where's my phone? Let me grab my phone, folks. And so, I mean, but you could. You could kind of hear a, a chuckle in the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, so well, let me go over to my Twitter. And by the way, if you're not following me on Watch Chad, at Watch Chad, I, okay, first of all, it's dangerous for me to open up Twitter in the middle of the day because it's, it's stuff just comes flying at me, right? Oh, it's awkward. And so uh, I tweeted to him. The other day, <laughs> it's getting bad. Did you see? This? Let me. I'll get to this in a second. But did you see the Kristen Gillibrand video yes. where she's sipping a little whiskey after the gay pride thing? Yes. And she's wearing a pride mm-hmm. shirt, whatever, and then she holds her hand up, and it's just cringeworthy. Where she goes, "Gay rights." <laughs> like, <laughs> what is wrong with these people? I'll be bold without the bold. Gay rights. I mean, it's so <laughs> awkward. You people are pandering to this identity politics BS. It's like uh, um, uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, who's, who's, who's probably one ten twenty fourth gay, who's wearing her pride shirt, <laughs> and she said, and she says, she's like, we're we're going to be wearing these all around the office all month long for Pride Month. Oh, stop it. Just stop it. And then Beto O'Rourke, awesome. did you see the Beto O'Rourke video of him eating the pizza in the car and just spilling it off this thing? Oh, we just, we gotta eat a pizza. And, I mean, stop trying to be relatable. You suck at it. Mm-hmm. You absolutely suck at it. It's, it's a mockery, these people. I mean, it's like, let's see how many morons we can trot out. How many morons can we trot out? I mean, you people are making, y'all are making Donald Trump look dignified. 
And that, that's a chore. <laughs> that's a chore. But this, this, oh my God, I said something I shouldn't have said about Kristen Gillibrand on Twitter. I just saw that too. But, um, I, so anyway. See, regrets come. They do come around. Oh, man. <laughs> but I did, gosh, what, oh, I'm going to say it. What did I say about Swalwell? It doesn't matter. I don't know. I had it too. I but but anyway, 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 I made the comment. I said, you know, why don't you run on out of this? Why don't you, you jogged into it. Why don't you jog out of because it? Because he, he had a video of him jogging, t- saying that he was going to go yeah. on the, on yeah. one Colbert. of the show, Colbert. I said, hey, Eric Swalwell, you've already nuked your campaign, which is a reference to him talking about, well, you don't need your guns. If you're going to fight the government, we just nuke you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's going to nuke gun on it. I said, can you jog back to Colbert, which is Stephen Colbert, where that's where he announced his candidacy. I said, can you jog back to Colbert and announce you're quitting? Because he, he comes in. So anyway, he says, I don't jog. But if you want to race me in a 5K for charity, I'll do it. $10,000. If I win, you donate to At Mom's Demand. If I lose, you pick where we send the check. Now, I I tr- I, I, I brutalized him because I posted the video of him jogging, right. running. They were, oh, well, I'm a runner. I'm no, a you're jogger. an idiot. I'm not a jogger. So he runs up and he says, yes, I'm running. About three more miles, and I'll, you know, more announcements tonight, whatever, on Colbert. And he runs off, looking like a tool bag. And so <clears throat> let me unpack for you. So so Twitter went crazy because, again, he just walked right into it. Let me unpack this tweet for you, Mark, Steve. Let me, un- let me unpack this. Let me show you what a crooked, spineless, low-life, lying politician he is. The guy speaks in falsehoods. Let me unpack this for you. He says, let me read it again. I don't jog, but if you want to race me in a 5K for charity, I'll do it. 10,000, period. If I win, you donate to at mom's demand. If I lose, you pick where we send the check. <laughs> Nowhere in that tweet did he say, I will donate 10,000. No, he said we. He said, I'll do it, 10,000. If I win, you donate to my cause. If I lose, you pick where we send the check. So in other words, either way, I'm sending $10,000 to somebody, even if I win. <laughs> so I called him out on that in a private message and stuff like that. And uh, I, so I went further and I said, uh, first, you don't have 10000 to donate. If I were you, I'd find a way to put that towards a really bad campaign. And I said, and I wouldn't join any more races since you suck at the one you're in. So... <clears throat> I said, Swalwell wants to race me for charity in a 5K. I want to have him on my podcast that reaches tens of thousands daily. One of these may help him. He wants the other one. <laughs> so <clears throat> come on the show, Eric. We'll sit down. I'll be fair with you, man. But I have some questions I'd like to ask you because I've asked you policy questions. Just like anybody else, you're not unique to anybody. I've asked you policy questions. You refuse because you don't have any. You have no solutions. You don't have solutions to gun control. No. Kamala Harris just came out with this stupid tweet oh. about how after after the shooting in Virginia, about how we can't. You have not a single solution to mass shootings unless you want to talk about a fatherless nation, unless you want to talk about the fact that people have no morality or faith anymore. You don't see mass shooters in church every Sunday. They don't go to church. They're not faith-based people. If you want to talk about these losers out there that can't even, they're so crazy in their head because they're mentally disturbed. None of them are married. You know why? Because they're all mentally disturbed. Mm-hmm. All these are single men. Let's let's deal with the real issues. Let's talk about mental health. Let's talk about the fact that these are crazy people who are doing this stuff. It ain't the gun shooting anybody. So you can't legislate one single thing. And if you're gonna, if you got your mind made up that you're gonna commit a mass shooting of some kind, you will find your way around laws in order to get your hands on the tool to go do that destruction. So these people like Kamala Harris and all these, they don't have solutions. They're politicians. Their only thing they want to do is run on a not Trump platform. Swalwell's no different. I feel like he could come and he could sit right here. You could sit there. Dana Lash could sit right here. Yeah. I mean, Colin, Colin Noir. Colin. Yeah. And it could just be a good conversation. But again, just me and him. We'll sit down in the room together. We'll do it on Skype. He won't answer the questions. I would, I would, I'm willing to let anyone running on a Democratic ticket. I will be fair with you. I'll be fair. Come on. I know. 
what are who are we? We're just insignificant little rednecks sitting down mm-hmm. here in Studio Twenty Two on Blaze TV, you know, having our little chat and every now and then drinking a little whiskey. I'll I'll have a drink with anybody that wants to have a conversation about the future of America and tell me what their solutions are supposedly going to be. I haven't heard it yet, not from the left. Mm. Nothing but unhinged stuff. If you disagree with us, we're going to deplatform you. We're going to call you chicken. We're going to throw milkshakes on you. We're going to steal your signs. We're going to slap your hats off. Eat pizza. We're going to eat. <laughs> in a car. We're going to talk about, yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, being a drag queen. And we're going to, you're going to lie and go, gay rights. <laughs> what rights do gays not have? I, I mean, my agent is gay. I ask him all the time. I said, are you being oppressed as he's driving his $140,000 Mercedes <laughs> through West Hollywood? I'm like, you know, I love that car. <laughs> well, you should. You help I, pay for it. I know. I love Willie. I mean, Willie, uh, and that's not my dog, Willie. That's my agent, Willie. I just name everybody Willie. Willie. Keeps it simple. But but no, this is the thing. So so you've got you got that. You have absolutely, the left has no solution whatsoever for the border crisis. None. That's one of the things. What was the deal? U.S. military. Mm-hmm. This is Dick Durbin. Forgot that guy was still alive. Dick Durbin. What's there that headline the, about the military? He reportedly, um, the U.S. military will be deployed to southern border to paint barriers for improved aesthetic appearance. <laughs> paint them clear. Pity. And pity. <laughs> Paint them clear. <laughs> they just do glass walls so yeah. everybody just walks into a boom, boom. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got to stop right now. Invest in stop Windex. right now. Hadn't Mexico started deploying their troops down to their southern border? They, well, they, they claim to. We'll see how long. So Trump just did, you know, Trump did the deal where, okay, he threatened tariffs on Mexico. Yep. And Mexico said, okay, we're going to strengthen this whole deal. Um, the problem isn't the tariffs. The problem isn't Mexico. The problem is Congress, who's unwilling to do anything to fix all this stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, so now we're talking about painting the fence. <laughs> wax on, wax off. You know, send the karate kid down there to oh, breathe in through nose, out through mouth. Um, but Dick Durbin said, no, that's, a, that's ill-advised because he said that that's a gross misuse of taxpayer money. We have more important work to do than paint Trump's wall. Yeah. I mean, okay, forget the fact that that, uh, Gavin Newsom, who's the governor of California, just passed a bill to pay for the health care of illegals between the age of 18 and 25. It's going to cost the California taxpayers $98 million. Okay, so so California is going to pay for— Their health care. Their health care. And the people are up—many people are upset because they're not paying for older illegals to come through. So, so you let's talk. Let's talk, Dick Durbin. Let's talk about the gross misuse of taxpayer money. This, I mean, okay. So, look, paint the wall. Don't paint the wall. Look, if I live by the wall, I'd paint my own wall. Okay, I, look, I, that's not the issue. The issue is you have no solution about any of this. You know, Trump wants to build a really big, really fantastic, beautiful, beautiful wall. Probably the most beautiful wall ever in the history of the world. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> it's an amazing wall. It's, you're going to love the wall. You're going to love it. Paint it black so in the hot desert sun, <laughs> nobody can touch it. 500 years from now, people will come to America so they can walk along the top of the wall. <laughs> yeah. I'd say let's make a, build a super highway on there, you know, but right on top, you know, and just walk for miles oh, like the Great Wall of China. You want to put some of those magnifying little lenses that you can look across the way. Yeah. But 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 here's the thing. Yes, they're sending Mexico says okay to avoid the tariffs. You know, Trump says well, we came to an agreement, they're going to help. Um we'll see. Mexico's historically been real good at saying okay, we're going to do this and then they don't do it. Um, and then there's been a lot of people who said that Trump manufactured that crisis by saying, OK, we're going to do tariffs. But he knew all along Mexico was going to um, do what they were going to do. So basically they're saying Trump is like a guy who pushes an old lady down and then helps her up and says, I, I really helped this lady when she was down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, he created the crisis and then he fixed it. And, and the he hero. pats himself on the back and he's a he's hero. A hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump is kind of good at that from yeah. time to time. Uh, he does do things like that. But here's the thing. Whether they go down to the border or not, the southern border of Mexico and guard it, we got people coming in here from the Congo. We got people coming in here from uh, from 
you got Congolese migrants that are coming across the Mexico-Texas border. We're going to San Antonio this weekend. We got a show down in San Antonio, and I've got people sending me messages. Be careful, man! They've got Ebola down there, but you got uh, um, says to do to do the border crisis. Major Texas cities got multilingual. They're actually hiring. Uh, San Antonio is looking for French and African dialect speakers because they got so many African migrants that are coming across the border from Mexico. That's how they're coming into the country. So this thing gets way more than just the southern border of Mexico defending that. Uh, it says the uh, city manager, assistant city manager, Colin, Colin Bridger, said, we didn't get a heads up. When we called Border Patrol to confirm, they said, yeah, another 200 to 300 of the Congo and Angola will be coming to San Antonio. Uh, that's where they're placing them. And so they came through Ecuador to the U.S. southern border, border came up through Mexico. So this, yeah. If you speak primarily French and can come spend six, seven, eight hours, that would be really helpful. Is what Bridger said. That's <laughs> it's scary. You got to laugh to keep them crying. Hey, they're employing people. <laughs> there it is. Oh, anyway, what else? Ilana Omar. Oh gosh. Talk about unhinged. Mark, this chick. So she's got to repay thousands of dollars campaign funds that were improperly spent. Mm -hmm. It happens. You know, it happens. She was ordered to repay $3,500. Well, $3,469. She didn't dispute the findings. Not what? She didn't dispute this either. No, no. She paid it back. She's like, oops. She she paid for hotel and travel expenses for out-of-state events, five different occasions. I mean, look, I'd I'd probably be that dude, too. Right, like, I'd be like, "Oh, I can't do that." Oh, my yeah, bad. That's better. Either. Okay, so that's not good. I can't. I can't keep my shoes. I miss that side note. All right, <laughs> I'm learning. What did you say, Steve? She repaid it. So, all yeah. right, move on. There's plenty of stuff that's going to yeah. catch up with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't nothing. Thirty five hundred. Pay it. She did. She did repay. Are y'all watching that Chernobyl show on I HBO? Saw, I knew you were going to bring that up. No, I'm not. I no, am. I am not. You, you are. Got me hooked I got Allison yes. hooked on it. Oh. Have you watching it, Steve? Nope. It's good. It's really good. I watched Star is Born this weekend. Nobody cares. Uh, it was good. <laughs> Nobody cares. Um, that That is so six months ago, Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chernobyl. So we kind of got into that show. Uh, it, it freaks me out that all these so-called Russians, or people that are portraying Russians, keep speaking in British accents, <laughs> which is really frustrating to me. There's some great actors uh, on the, and, and that are in that show, but... Uh, if you want to watch the birds fall out of the sky and people melt, um, Chernobyl's for you. Um, but, of course, Chernobyl, that was uh, – I remember when that actually happened. Most of you listening and watching this podcast do too. But that what it's done is it's caused a spike in tourism. Yeah. Not where I want to go. I don't, I, ooh, That's like who's the selling last those shirts? Place, second to the last place on earth that I'd want to go. Yeah. Maybe they just got one tourist. <laughs> Could have been <laughs> I mean, one person went to Chernobyl. A spike, spike. in tourists. <laughs> a, we're at a hundred percent, folks. Been there, got the T-shirt. Right, Chad, go in first. Make sure it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do, who do? Do they have a Chernobyl gift shop there? I mean, how does that work? Um, that's. I mean, it still has. Like they, they talk about. They said that will impact that area for the next. Estimates say 30,000 years. 38,000 people book tours. What? What's wrong? With, I mean, they still have radioactive hot spots. <laughs> like, it's a global event. Like, nothing ever happened on the planet on that level. Well, you know, YOLO. So, <laughs> give it a shot. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You only Test live once. Luck. And if you go to Chernobyl, you only live a short period of time afterwards. <laughs> and your kids um, have two heads. I mean, no. I mean, look, I've been to Russia. I don't want to. There's nothing there. I mean, there's nothing there worth. I mean, I say that. There's some things like St. Petersburg's beautiful city. Moscow has some interesting. I'm a I'm a I'm a buff of Russian history for some reason. I'm a World War One history buff. Okay, Mm -hmm. so and and the Bolshevik Revolution and the Russian Revolution that all that period happened right there in the same time. The Romanov family and those things. Um, I'm a I'm a fan of that period of history. Because it really changed the world in a big way, uh, spiritually, psychologically, as well as physically. Germans um, almost took Moscow in World War One. Yeah, Look there's at you. there's actually. <laughs> 
I don't think he's in the right. I don't think he's in the right war. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that the other one? <laughs> but yeah, it, was, it was number two. Two. Oh. <laughs> two. I was close. But uh, there are actual there's monuments outside of Moscow that that depict how far the Germans they surrounded got the to city. Moscow. Yeah, yeah. And but that's the Russians were smart because they kept backing up. They kept backing up because they knew how cold it was where they were backing up to. And so the Germans were not anticipating the frigid Russian weather that came in. And so they couldn't hack it. And, uh, yeah, so they used the environment to win that battle. So, anyway, another story. I ain't going to Chernobyl. We're not taking a cruise <laughs> and getting off and doing an excursion to Chernobyl. <laughs> where you want to go, honey? You know, Kiev, Chernobyl. <laughs> Let's go. You know, let's bounce around. Skin's falling <laughs> off. Bounce around. We don't need a tour guide. We'll just walk around and make we'll it up see. as we go. Ooh, wow. These are really big chickens. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of those turkey legs selfie. at the state fair. Take a selfie. Selfie with a chicken leg. Hey, do you guys have hot wings? We sure as hell do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> wow. It's like the whole city's a microwave. <laughs> I mean, the corn in the field is popping. <laughs> I'm surprised oh, you're well. even allowed to go over and tour it. Like, is that going to be a question on our next return airline flight? Have you visited Chernobyl lately? Like, can you imagine filling out a customs and immigration form on the way back from international travel on the airplane? I mean, you're coming back from <laughs> Russia. You? And it'd be like, is, are your teeth glowing? <laughs> I just brought or, back a few rocks. <laughs> yeah, I just brought back a couple of little, you know, pieces of stone here that uh, that are smoking. <laughs> oh, and my big toenails fell off. <laughs> and apparently I'm pregnant. And I'm a man. <laughs> It's like your baby's born. It looks like Dobby. And you know what happened? California's like, health care for you. (laughs) Health care for all of you. Come on. Come on. Could you send those Congolese people over to California and let them them live over there? I'm sure somebody can speak French in L.A. Yeah. Um, You saw the little security camera thing of the lady that thought she captured an alien. Wait, no, no, wait. But we don't know what it was. Wait, wait. It was a little kid with something on their head. Come on. Oh, Steve, Steve's got the answers. It was an alien. Steve. He debunked okay. it. Somebody put comment. I, I retweeted it. And so if you haven't seen it, it's, a, it's been viewed millions of times. This lady on her security camera, she says she doesn't know. And all of a sudden, you know, it, it just comes walking. It looks like Dobby from, what is that, from Wizards? The Harry, Harry Potter, Harry Potter thing? And so. Lord of the Rings. It's just kind of walking out there, all bow-legged and wobbly and stuff. And so just goes walking by. She's like, I don't know what this thing in my deal is. If that's a kid dressed up in a costume, that's some skinny little leg. It is. It's a seven or eight-year-old. I bet she has a kid. You, he comes off of her front porch and runs out under the light. I bet you anything. Yeah, well, it's a weird-shaped kid. Yeah. It is a no, it's just shape. a bony little scrawny kid. The, the 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 physiological aspects of what you're saying are not that easily explained away. No, I think this, so. They're really not. I need Steve's to see like the guy on Twitter because I, I said her sex toy escaped. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny right there. I know. And so somebody's like fake, and I'm like, no. Sh-. I mean, of course it's fake. I mean, no, I don't think that there's really a Dobby rolling. I around. need to see more video. <laughs> I mean, she stops it. We didn't see it go off camera. Listen, Dobby, you can too come here on the Chad Brather show and sit down in the hot seat. It's not Chernobyl hot, but you can sit down here and we'll have a chat. We'll have a little chat with your little doby ass. That boy was yeah. wearing his nothing but his underwear and wearing something on his head. Stop it. Maybe come some on. knee pads because the knees looked really like No, it's just a body kid. It looked like somebody won one of those... <laughs> prizes at the fair and got inside of it and was running Steve's around. being Steve's more disagreeable than Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen. I love this show. Party time, mom. Stay horned. Hey, let's argue about this Angel of Death guy. Okay. Yeah, oh. I don't know if he's Angel of Death or In he Ohio? just he failed, he failed his dosage calculation. In Ohio, test. this doctor was giving fentanyl. Fentanyl. 25 fentanyl. patients. Excuse me, fentanyl. Yeah, fentanyl will kill you. 20, 25 patients killed? Is that right? Yeah, lethal doses. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take much. Over a four-year period. Fentanyl yeah. will kill you. That's why I say he he probably failed his dosage calculation 
test in school. Oh, you're going to explain this away, too? Yeah, because you know what they call the guy that graduates last in medical school, right? Doctor. Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it said in the weeks that the three, because these three patients under Husserl's care were given the high doses of fentanyl and died, a lawyer from Mount Carmel reported Husserl, Husserl, uh, to authorities, um, he still was allowed to practice. Three more they, patients died too. Well, while after they were doing the, after that, right? While he, they were in four weeks. Yeah. Well, like I had, I had a procedure done last week, right? Not week, the week before. And so, you go in there, and it, he, they had to put me to sleep. And you know, was a, we're what? not talking about peck implants here. We're yeah. talking these people were <laughs> glutes. I got new glutes, mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, the doctor wasn't the only person in the room, right? They right. they had to administer anesthesia mm-hmm. to me, and there, mm-hmm. I mean, you would think that somebody's looking over this guy's shoulder, going, uh, "Maybe back off a few milligrams here." <laughs> So I don't know. I'd have to learn more about this Maybe situation, more. but um, it seemed like I don't know. But the ones they listed were old patients, so that's why I came up with the whole angel of death kind of deal. Cause <laughs> oh, he's thinking probably old. Like a thought he was doing the family a favor or something. No, who knows, man? Uh, who knows? Could be. You think you think you should be able to be euthanized if you want to be euthanized? Oh yeah. You, you think I think so? if you, you think get so? to a certain age, you should like be able to die to with dignity. I, and I think sometimes that is, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just personal, though, but I wouldn't put that on anybody else. Right, too. right. I, I think it's a slippery slope when you get into all that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, because mm-hmm. at what point in time all of a sudden does that become legislation where they're like, eh, you hit 82, time to. Yeah, time I to, watched my dad die a, a right. pretty, you know, tragic death over a long period of time and loses, now, if, if you could, loses if, his mind and everything. Yeah, I know. I he agree. didn't want to die that way. I was in, I actually was in nursing school for um, for a little while, believe it Semester. or not. Yes. <laughs> and my first clinical was a nursing home and I'm not mm. in nursing school anymore, yeah. but I, man, I, you, you see these, these do, people, yeah. it, it breaks. I was crying. I mean, that's why I didn't, I didn't last. Nurses are amazing. I was, I they, did not last. They are. And that's not me giving lip service to my wife. I mean, they, they no really question. are. Because that, that nursing home, Ooh, I, yeah. I, I administered catheters. I did even just baths when you give the, the patient the bath. But they you have to remind them who you are because then they start to freak out because you're touching them. And, you know, it just it yeah. was a very nobody came to visit. Mm-hmm. It was it, it, I could get I could cry now. It's, so it's I, can, I have to agree with Steve. <laughs> so it's no one laughs. It's sad. You're I trying to imagine her. I have a, to agree with Steve. You're, you're trying to imagine her in a candy striper outfit, aren't no. you? No, shut up, Steve. <laughs> I was so sad. Only Steve. <laughs> no, there's somebody See, I'm else. I'm the one who gets blamed for. Steve makes these comments, and the mom's like, "Yeah, I'll get a little too." And I'm like, uh, no, "I don't." Love you, mom. Yeah. Party time, mom. Big Pappy got shot. David yeah. Ortiz. Yes. So that was the first thing I saw on Twitter this morning. Was that Dominican? He was in the Dominican, which is yeah. home for him. You yeah. know, Boston yeah. Red Sox legendary mm-hmm. first baseman, Big yeah. Pappy, who's a great guy. He's done a lot for Boston, a lot for the game of baseball. He was at the club having dinner, mm-hmm. which is a high-end place, hey, from what I understand. It's a Dominican. I wouldn't go there for nothing these days. <laughs> People dying in resorts and getting shot. Yeah. And, but, I mean, the last report I heard was was he they stabilized him. Yes. They shot him. I mean, it, it, the guy got off a motorcycle, shot him in the back. Uh, did he know back. who he was shooting or did he just well they were wondering that that did he know the crowd chased the ex- guy down and they apprehended him it beat, beat the hell him. out of him yeah yeah um really beat him up um big it, pappy's a hero dude to yeah. those folks i mean the dominicans big time but <clears throat> it seems like he knew exactly where he was going what he was gonna do yeah he frequents big pappy frequents that place so that's his spot and uh so anyway but it it Went through his colon. Went through. They had. I think they had to remove at least part of his gallbladder, if not the whole thing. Um, it damaged. Did some liver damage. Mm. It did it some pancreas, and uh, could have very well killed him. Yeah, could have very well killed him. Um, so, uh, people got to get themselves together, man. It, it's just craziness. Yeah. Anyway, 
I don't know. What else, what else you got? Anything else? Did you have fun on your vacation? Had a blast. In Ireland. We actually, I was on vacation, too, like on a cruise. Um, you were in Ireland. I was in Ireland, and uh, I managed to stay married after being there for a week. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard enough to drive with your wife in the car already. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's hard for you all to drive with your husbands or ride with your husbands or whatever. Because, you know, that's a, that's a feud thing, right? So you go to Ireland. We rent a car. And we're on the road for seven days, city to city to city. They mm-hmm. drive on the left side of the road. <laughs> the steering wheel is on the right side of the car. I'm not telling people anything they don't know. But right. everything is a manual transmission. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn to drive the stick shift with, with your the left, left hand, hand. Which that takes you a second to get adjusted. But you do it, right? Fortunately, the clutch is at least still your left foot. Because okay. if it was right foot, oh, then gosh. we'd have a problem. We'd have a problem. <laughs> and I'm telling you, party foul Steve, not the greatest driver in the world. And I kept selling myself the whole time. I was like, and he drives me everywhere in the country. And I'm like, thank God he's not here driving. Yeah. Because look, I almost had in the first hour there, I almost had 17 major accidents. <laughs> Just because the roads are so dang narrow mm-hmm. in Ireland. They're so narrow and there's big tractors on there. And these people just whip around there like, sure. hey, YOLO. You know, you're just going to come around this thing and be like, party time, mom. And come around all those curves and stuff. Because mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we took a lot of back roads and things. We like to see the countryside and a lot of back roads. And the problem with me driving over there is the depth perception of being over on the left side on such a narrow road. So the tires, let me say, were some very durable rubber because I was scraping a lot of curbs and I ran, you know, Jade's side of the car through some bushes every now and then just <laughs> flap, 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 flap. <laughs> and, she was, and here's Jade the entire time. She's got her camera phone. She's videoing the whole thing on her cell phone. And I mean, she's in my face. She's pointing. She's And I'm like... Lady, you got to get in the back seat and be still or something because you're wearing me out. Did she ever drive? No. (laughs) You kidding me? (laughs) No. And Jade can drive a manual transmission. That's not the problem. But no. Oh, she scares. (laughs) And look, when we're in the state, she pretty much drives. If we go somewhere, she does the driving or whatever. I mean, she she likes to drive. I don't like to drive. But no. Uh Uh-uh. I was not turning over the controls of that. Not in Ireland. But once we got to a city, we parked it. You can yeah. walk everywhere. Yeah. And there's pubs everywhere. Pubs, 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 and then old stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's what there is to do. We love the old stuff. Yes. I, I also love the pubs. It's beautiful. But it was funny because you could go through these little towns, right, and and you would have, like, your gas, gas station, your petrol station, your uh, hotel, and Mini Mart combo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then across the street was a pub. Yes. And that was the only thing that was in the town. Did y'all participate in a proper Irish setting? Yeah. When Okay. No, it's fine. It's... We're talking about sex? <laughs> oh, I need to explore In the pub this when they're more. singing, you know? Yeah. Of course we did. Of course we did. We love the music. I love Irish music. It's beautiful. I love Irish music. I always have been. First of all, I'm a fan of Ireland. Love it. I'm going back in November. I encourage anybody who wants to go can go with us on the mm-hmm. Texas, uh, the Red Red Red, red Dirt. dirt. Pub, pub crawl. crawl. Pub crawl. Yeah. Yes. Texas Red Dirt Pub call. Crawl. We're going to go. Party Foul Steve is going to go. Bougie Sean's going to go. Metro Jason's going to go. We're going to have fun. Allison, are you going? I'm coming. All right, yep. you're going. Sign up yet? You didn't ask me if Sign I'm going. Are you going? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, see? Well, I don't know. You know, like, yeah. got, I, I want to go, though. Yeah, we're going to stay at the Temple Temple Hotel, Temple Bar Hotel, which oh, is, okay. of course, right there at Temple Bar, which is, what, the oldest bar on you the planet? You can be my roomie. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a fun time. A lot of folks are going, a lot of Texas musicians. It's fun. Uh, I've, I've, I'm, I am working on, by the way, I want to encourage everybody to come to the shows this weekend because we're doing one in Stafford, which is Houston. You're coming to the one in Huntsville for yes. Father's Day. Yes. Huntsville, Texas. Yes. And then we're going to be in San Antonio, Texas, Saturday night. So so we're going to Stafford Friday night. Then we're going to be in uh, San Antonio. Did I say this right, Steve? No. Friday night, we're in Stafford. Saturday night, we're in San Antonio. Then we go back to the Houston area for the Huntsville show Sunday mm-hmm. night. And then Tuesday night, I'm going to be with Diamond and Silk, who we all know and love, at the Houston Marriott. Um, yes. Who knows what's going to happen there? Right. Going to be some fun stuff. But what was my point I was going to make? Oh, yeah, about the shows. So I've written, I wrote some new songs over this past week that I'm going to debut at the shows. So oh, I want I want everybody to come. And one was inspired by my trip to Ireland. And may or may not do it. Still working on it, playing with it. But 
When we do the pub crawl, when we go back in November to Ireland, I'm going to I'm gonna have a whole library of music that I'm going to do when we're there. Of course, I, I'm not the musician that all these other musicians that go mm-hmm. is, of course. Everybody knows that. But I'm funny. So you're so I've never seen your show, and the first show I'm going to see, you're going to test out some new material. You're going to you're going to hear you're going to hear these new songs. Okay, you're going to hear at least one or two. I'm just saying I'm going to be judgy. I know you will. Okay, you'll love it. You'll love I'll it a lot. Like it. But I encourage people to go to watchchad.com, get tickets to the show, and come to go go to Ireland with us. We I love to travel, man. I love Ireland. I love Irish music. I love all of it. I love whiskey. I love Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I love Donald Trump. Why not? I love Party Mark. I just put Party Foul and Puppet Master together. Party Mark. <laughs> Party Mark. Sorry. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Party time, Mom. It's Magic Mark. Hey. Magic Mark. Between like magic now Mark. and tomorrow's episode, could you please try to be nice to each other? Yeah. Okay? Be nice to each other, America. Be good to each other. Love each other. It's a crazy world we're living in. Don't take things so seriously. Yeah, God, relax. Lighten up. Eric Swalwell, come on the show. Yeah. Come on, man. Just come on. Hang with us, dude. We're chill. We're chill. <laughs> he didn't block you on Twitter after all that, but the other guy did. What? He didn't block you on Twitter after all that. Swalwell? Yeah. Nah, he loves it. He loves the attention. Swalwell cares nothing about being president. Swalwell just wants to be known. We'll help that. Done did it. Oh my gosh Love y'all God bless you Talk to you next time Bye